why react and pay attention to fiction when nonfiction is so much more entertaining. We're going to get into this Joe Rogan with a police psychologist video on police culture and this new deputy gang story that just broke L.A. County police gang called the Executioners. This is insane. I want to get into it. Let's drop the Goodness gracious, we live in some crazy times. So, I watched this Joe Rogan video yesterday. He interviewed Nancy, I believe you said her name is Panza, and she is a police psychologist. I'm going to react to that video. They're talking about how to prevent another George Floyd situation. But in the midst of me looking at this video, another story broke this morning. L.A. County Police Department in Compton, one of the districts in Compton, has a freaking crazy police gang with matching skull head tattoos this stuff is wild this is more wild than any movie i've ever seen and so i want to get into this idea of police culture uh this would be a two-part video i'm going to make this video right now and then i'll probably come back a little later do a video on my thoughts of uh defunding the police also based on this police psychologist and joe rogan talking about the idea of defunding the police what does that look like so on and so forth anyway yo if you're watching this live let me know where you're watching this from that always helps give this video a thumbs up that always helps subscribe turn notifications on i go live when i do these so if you don't want to miss them turn notifications on you can hop on you know listen chat with me live anyway Shout out to all the people who are now listening to us on Anchor Podcast. Uh, I'm scaling these over to Anchor. Super pumped about that. Long overdue. Some of you guys drive, want the audio version. Those are there now. So as soon as I'm, literally as soon as I, I finish it, boom, we upload it to Anchor. So shout out to everybody there. Again, watching this live, let me know where you're watching this from. And we're going to get into this clip, okay? You guys ready? Here we go. Uh, Joe Rogan, Nancy... Um, Nancy Panza, and she is talking about police culture and really how to prevent these things from happening. So let me pull up the very first clip. This is Joe Rogan asking her, how do we prevent another George Floyd? How, how do we stop what happened in Minneapolis? How do we stop that from, from happening or at least mitigate it? So, I mean, again, I... I see everything through my lens as a psychologist, as yes. a police psychologist. So I'm sure there are things beyond my realm that, that also answer this question. But for me, the things that I think we could be doing different that would really make a difference are the regular annual mental wellness checks. If Okay. So she's a psychologist. She says, listen, police uh, get... Uh, a psych eval before they get hired. That's the last part of the whole process, right? Before they get hired. Then she says the solution she sees is regular psychological tests. Not just when, you know, a deadly situation happens, not when they witness something traumatic, but regularly checking in with them, right? And I think that's a that's a great 
I think that's a great point that she makes. And she goes on and on about regular checks with police. I think this is I think she's super spot on. Now check this out. This is this is really interesting. This part right here, um, I think is very, very telling. Watch this part. Had someone say, How do we screen out the cops who kill? And I said, How do we screen out the cops who kill? We can't. <laughs> and that was not a good answer. That we can't. We we can't because we have to, what we're doing here is predicting the future, right? Where we're saying, how do we know who is going to be that person who does that later? Predicting the future is incredibly hard. Figuring out who may be, un, uh, you know, subtly racist or biased is also incredibly hard. So that said, we do a whole lot of things. We've got our psychological tests that we give. We ask a lot of crafty questions, and we dig as deep as we can to try to, again, weed out anyone who we think could potentially become that person down the road who could be a cop who kills or who, you know, is racist and biased and is treating people improperly. So, uh, you know, that's one big thing that we want to be very cautious and make sure we're doing a good job of screening up front. But I would say, um, and so much more to say about the tests and the screening, but gets really so so she she you guys should go watch this whole interview who this camera angle we guys should watch this whole interview basically what she says is listen um we do a, a good amount of tr a screening she says by the time someone gets to me for their final psych screening they've kind of gone through a year of vetting process so on and so forth really interesting stuff right but but she basically says listen it's, it's very difficult to predict psychologically what type of police officers are maybe covertly racist covertly going to show signs that they're going to misbehave somewhere down the line and watch which watch where this goes this goes into a really interesting bizarre place i did not expect it go here okay i'm just gonna tell you guys right now so watch watch where this thing goes nerdy and, and detailed i would say that the officers who end up having the most problems are the ones who once they get on are in a department where that is the culture Woo! she said the officers who have the most problems are that once they get on are in a department where that is the culture that remember she's a psychologist psychologists are what they're about the brain they're about how your brain is functioning and she did she watch this whole video this is a very pro-police video in, in my opinion right by a police psychologist who's caring for police and she talks about the psychology of being a police and how when you are on the job and you're a cop, your adrenaline is pumped up and you are super duper alert. And then when you go home, you go way down because now you're in this heightened state of arousal. You go super down and you feel more depressed than like the family tension a lot of these police face. And it's a, it's a tough job. But what she mentions here is the culture right the culture what we're not talking just in your head somebody is racist or whatever in their head she is talking about culture okay let me read to you guys the definition of culture to all my folks who say there's no such thing as uh you know no such thing as racism in police departments check this out culture the arts and other manifestations of human intellectual achievement regarded collectively collectively is the key word the customs arts, social institutions, and achievements of a particular nation, people, or other social group, right? Social institutions. Interesting. Interesting. Let's keep watching. Let's keep watching. But I would say, um, and so much more to say about the tests and the screening, but gets really nerdy and, and detailed. 
I would say that the officers who end up having the most problems are the ones who, once they get on, are in a department where that is the culture. Mm-hmm. That is that 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 those types of behaviors are acceptable. So and as a young bad. officer, they learn at that. Have you ever seen the documentary The Seven Five? I have not. It's a great documentary about Michael Dowd, mm-hmm. who was. So he talks about Seven Five documentary about a police officer that got real, you know, real wild, and he talks about in this documentary Seventy Five, The Seven Five how he became corrupted by being in a department that was a corrupt department, right? And so, again, people who are like, no, there's no such thing as institutional racism, right? Depending on how you define institutions, uh, I don't think that, like, everything about our system is corrupt and we need to destroy our entire system. I did a video yesterday about how capitalism is the best solution and it's not capitalism's fault. It's that what happens is, there are certain systems or certain cultures or certain institutions where are they're easily corruptible. They become a safe haven for pay, for people with maybe, you know, type personalities that can corrupt them, right? And this is what she's reaffirming here. She's saying, listen, the culture is what happens. And Joe Rogan goes on to tell this story about this, about this uh, 7-5 police department. Now, let's come back to the psychologist and check out what she says here report to Congress that was put out um, by the COPS, which is Community Oriented Policing Services. So they sent this like 60 page. Hold on, I'm gonna come back to that. Let me, let me find this part real quick, guys. It's beautiful. Yep. It's so cool to see them all march together and they're hugging, tell him, right. um, just showing the, the images from the time and telling the stories. It's the culture of each individual department is different mm-hmm. and some are the culture of each individual department is different great. I agree. there's a great video of uh floyd uh flint michigan where um these police officers after the george floyd death they show up for these protests and tell these people the protesting we're going to march with you like we're different 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 culture right different culture those police go and march with them, right? Different police culture. We're part of this community mm-hmm. too. Like, we are, we're your friends. Like, we are police officers, but we are not the person who did that thing, and we right. wouldn't do that thing. And right. we, we want to show you that we support you and that we're here to help. That's, mm-hmm. what, that's what really we want. It's beautiful. Yep. It's so cool to see them all march together and they're hugging. Um, that's what we want, right? That is. But and, and I think that one of the biggest things when we, you know, how do we prevent these, these issues is – we need to look at the individual officer level, but I think... Look. And this, and by the way, by the way, the individual officer level, this is a lot of times when you goofy, just weirdos say, oh, it's just a, a, you know, a few apples. It's just a few bad apples. <laughs> the metaphor itself is flawed. The few bad apples, what? Ruin the whole bunch, okay? So a few bad apples in a bunch end up corrupting what the culture you get a certain amount of the population that has borderline personality disorder so sociopathic right and they have safe havens to be police officers because they if they get through the screening process or say they, they got through an easier screening process 20 years ago they can then go in and they can corrupt these police departments we're going to get to that here in a second of what's happening in captain california right with with what with this daggone police gang this is called the executioners. We'll get there. Let me finish this. This is wild, yo. This is we live in some wild times. I, I think that is very limited because I think the racist, angry cop who kills 
has developed that way over time. And I think right. one of the pieces is the culture in the department. Is this something that's acceptable? Is there corruption in that department? And so certainly better oversight and tracking is a really important thing, um, you know, that, that should happen. But the other piece and the one that, that, that I focus more on from my end is the wellness. You know, is this... Okay, so she's talking about wellness, which I think is totally right. Now, listen, guys. <sighs> I'm very disappointed in you if you think this is just about uh, black people being killed by police. Okay, that is the overflow and the manifestation of the deeper issues within some of these police cultures. Okay, unchecked, toxic cultures where racist and violent people can thrive. And I'm going to give you guys a real deal example that's happening right now. It just went. The, the news story is going viral. So this isn't about, oh, you know, more whites are killed by police than blacks. There's only nine black, blah, 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 blah. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about culture. Now, when you think of culture, okay, here's the definition of culture. The customs are social institutions and achievements of a particular nation, people, or other social group. I have had the unique position of having friends that are police in the in the police department. And they're, they the way they operate, their mentality, their um, their code of ethics, right, the blue shield. I've had friends and, and I have really close friends that are from gang culture and from the south side of Chicago. Like one of my best friends from the south side of Chicago. And you know what's interesting is that a lot of these, not all police, the, the cultures are actually similar. The cultures are actually similar. That where my friends that grew up in gangs, where they say the whole no snitching thing came from, or so they say, I don't know if it's true, is that we learned that from the police. When we would report the police in the 70s and 80s, no one did anything about it. So to say that this is just about unarmed black men getting killed by police, that is just the worst of it, right? Innocent, unarmed. We're not, we're, you have to look at the history of how all this stuff has came together and how it's been glued together by certain communities getting very poor treatment from law enforcement, being over-policed, being brutalized, right? So on and so forth. So let's let's look at this story. This just broke. This is insane, okay? This is insane. Deputy gang with matching tattoos rules Compton patrol station. LASD de- uh, deputy alleges, right? Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department Compton Patrol Station has been permeated. Is that right? That's it, right? By a violent deputy gang called the Executioners. What? This is crazy. Now, think about this. Let's just stop and think for a second. Um, Compton. Hmm. Compton. Compton, California. A popular rap group came out of Compton by the name of NWA. Called, uh, called NWA. With a song called... F the police. Hmm. And now we're finding out there are violent police gangs from where? Compton. Culture. Right? This stuff is connected. You guys think that, oh, you're just looking at the nine black people killed by police. And No, 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 no. We're talking about corrupted cultures. Corrupted cultures in some of these police departments that enable racist, violent, hateful people to be a part of them, and to influence them. So let's look at the story. And again, I'm not making this stuff up. Do your own research. This is everywhere right now. This story of the Compton Police uh, police, police Department, police uh, precinct, is all over, right? This is crazy. Like, this is, this is straight out of a movie. And some of you guys will look at this and still say, and still say, oh, there's nothing wrong with police departments. No, 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 no. Here is a police department. Here is a, here is a whistleblower. 
Here's a whistleblower getting death threats for actually challenging the police. Crazy. Okay. The filing comes. Um, uh, uh, what stands out in the complaint is that it was filed by an A uh, Los Angeles County um, Sheriff's Department deputy, Art Gonzalez, who worked at the Compton station for five years. The filing comes at a Loyola Law School Center for Juvenile Detention, releases a report detailing what it calls a persistent pattern of deputy gangs violating the rights of citizens and engaging in excessive force. This is a cop who blew the whistle on a gang in Compton, California. We're not talking Hickville, you know, Alabama. We're talking about Compton, California. We're talking about up the street from me, not up the street, up, up the highway. It's an hour and a half from me. This is stuff is happening right now. Okay, right now, and and then you wonder why? Well, why why did why why do black people don't like the police, and why did they have a song called after? Well, who came out of Compton? N.W.A., Dr. Dre, Ice Cube, you know Kendrick Lamar. Did they are they fans of the police? No. Well, maybe there's something to that. Deputy Gonzalez claims that prospective members win admission to the group when they are involved in a shooting, and that they celebrate with inking parties. A recruit gets tattooed with the Executioner logo. A laughing skeleton holding an AK-47 wearing a Nazi-style helmet. Woo They're going to frankly kill and injure people that should have never been shot. But for them wanting to join a gang, and that's how you do it. You get into the gang by shooting people. Wow. And this guy, Art, um, Deputy Art, is now getting death threats and so on and so forth. This is a veteran. Guys, guys, culture, culture in some of these police departments is the issue. And a lot of this culture is a lot similar to gang culture, right? Now, I don't know how we got here. I don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg. Was it really bad policing that led to really bad street gangs because of bad policing, right? Bad, bad culture and policing, Going back to the slave patrol that led to what? Street gangs, Bloods and Crips and all these kinds of things. And then the war on drugs just amplified it. Right? I don't know. Or was it really bad gangs that needed to create really bad cultural police? I don't know. I, I, it sounds like it was more cultural police that were doing some wild stuff in the 60s, 70s in the way they were treating black people. And then you had these gangs sprout out. But there's a lot of similarities. And again, I stand in this wild intersection where I, I got friends that were police officers. And I got friends that were gang members. And woo, I tell you, the, the culture is very similar. The culture is very similar. It's very, it's, it's, it's almost impossible for a lot of these police officers to blow the whistle on fellow police officers, right? So all you guys that are like, oh, you're talking about nine black people who were killed in 2019. What? No, fam, we're not talking about nine. We're talking about police culture. We're talking about a police psychologist who is very pro-police. Go watch the whole Joe Rogan, Nancy Ponsna interview. Very pro-police. Watch it. I'm actually, I, like, I learned a lot. And, it, it, and honestly, it gave me way more empathy for the good police that are out there and the type of job they have and how stressful it is, right? And But this is a very pro-police podcast. And in it, she acknowledges, listen, these guys don't come in this way. We do a good job of psyche valves, making them jump through. It's like a year-long process. But by, but by the time they're in the department and they never have to check in and get mental wellness checks, which is what she's really pushing for, um, by the time they get there, it what? 
they, they stay there for 5, 10, 15 years. And like in the George Floyd situation where, with uh, the officer Derek Chauvin, he had like 18, 17 complaints. It was a culture, right? It was a culture of corruption, of violence, of just not dope stuff, right? And so I think that that is where we have to look at it. Let me play this. So when we start talking about solutions, what are the solutions? What are the solutions? What are the solutions? I'm going to give you guys some solutions, and I'm going to do a video later uh, after this. This is going to be a two-part video. I'm trying to keep these more short about what my opinion is on de- on defunding the police, right? Uh, and it, this is in, pulled from the same interview, a different part. I, I just don't want to go long on these. So check this out. Page report to Congress, March of 2019. And described in detail, you know, all the things that we should be doing to pay attention to officer wellness, one of which was we seem to think that some regular checkups would probably help. But the problem is. okay. so they're saying 2019, they sent something to Congress saying this is what we should be doing. Officer wellness is one of them. Regular checkups. Right. Good stuff. Now, check this out. It's doing them. And we have literally zero research on, you know, what what are they helpful? Can they prevent this? And. I believe they are. So my, you know, my next big thing is to go and explore and, and, and do that research so that we can show, hey, this does help. We can, we can, if we're touching base and we're getting people in, then we can catch the problems as they develop and before they become a major problem where someone's interacting with the community and they go awry and do something awful. Let's take care of them along the way and catch the problems before they um, you know, before they become behaviors that are problematic. So, so she talks about the behaviors before they're problematic. Another clip she's talking about community policing, right? She references an interview that Joe Rogan did with Jocko, who is, I believe, a Navy SEAL. And they talk about, hey, like when we're overseas and we're in these hostile areas, which now we, right, that's, we're, it's, we're here now, right? If you, there's a lot of hostile areas towards police officers. He said, we don't just pull up with tanks as American soldiers. We go in, we pull up, we get out, we talk, we build rapport, we have relationships, right? Community policing, it's different, it's a different approach. And so I think this is very fascinating. I think this LA gang thing is crazy. The executioners, matching tattoos, Nazi logos, AK, like, what fam this is crazy and this stuff is all happening and people are trying to blow the whistle on it and they're getting death threats and some of you guys are still saying here and saying there's no problem with police they're all good guys and it's just a few bad apples ignoring that there's a cultural issue with how a lot of these police departments thrive and this isn't again this isn't in some hick town in the middle of nowhere with with a 10-person department this is la sheriff's department in compton right? In Compton, like we all know where Compton is. We all know what Compton is, right? So um, goodness gracious, man, stop comparing this. And shout out to Ahmed. Uh, He said, that's what's scary. Like what happened in Buffalo, 50 cops resigning in support of a cop who pushed an old man. That's gang culture. That is gang culture. When you got, you know, one dude pushing down a 70 something year old man, that man cracks a skull, is in the hospital for a week, that cop gets dealt with. And then the entire, the, the entire force quits or that those 50 cops quit that's some toxic culture that is some toxic police culture i don't know what y'all think man this is wild this is wild the execution la police gang executioners wow 2020 is getting crazier and crazier and crazier and uh Goodness gracious, man. Check check that out. Google that. Do your research. Watch that whole Joe Rogan interview. I'm going to do a part two on this with my specific views on um, defunding the police. 
and 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 what I think about that. Somebody asked me yesterday. I'm gonna just do a whole video on that, it, inspired by something that you know one of their clips. And so, yo, give this video a quick thumbs up. Appreciate, excuse me, appreciate y'all watching this. I'm gonna come back to part two of this here shortly. Thank you guys so much.